do 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 more white women nobody asked for you welcome to very real a podcast where two friends banter back and forth about life love anxiety and bath towels we are your hosts jenny bennett and regina very modesto uh, the doctor's appointment went well do you want to talk about that yeah tell me about the doctor's appointment this is our follow-up from this morning (laughs) welcome to our welcome to our bonus episode (laughs) welcome to the second half that just magically for you happens immediately (laughs) that's good tell me about the doctor's visit so it went well it went well um you know it's so fun I was thinking while I was in there I was like I am nervous to ask her about things about my body oh my god like I got a little nervous it was weird why do you feel nervous? I mean, I, that's I, a totally normal response. I'm just curious as to like why you felt yeah. nervous. It was interesting because like, I think the hardest part is knowing what to ask for. Like previously I have been worried about my thyroid and I previously have been worried about um, my hormone levels and like really diving into my blood sugar levels but I don't, I never had to, I never understood how to ask those questions. So like having like actual specific things that we, we had pre-talked about was really nice. He's like, you had an outline. I did. <laughs> I had a fucking outline for the conversation I wanted to have with the doctor. Oh man. So the other, the other thing I learned today is it's important to build a story for your doctor, for them to understand why you all of a sudden have all these concerns out of nowhere. Wait, what? Okay. Wait, tell me, tell me, tell me more about that. <laughs> so like, I was like, okay, I turned 39 this year. I really want to have my hormones checked. It's important to me. And she's like, it's going to be hard. Cause you're on the Marina. Like, okay. We talked about that. She's like, we can do what you mentioned, the FSH levels. Mm-hmm. She's like, and that'll really give you at least a, a better idea than because you're on a birth control method. Like, cool, cool, cool. Um, and then I was also talking to her about my concern for my thyroid and, um, the combination of, am I entering menopause? Am I entering menopause? And do I have a thyroid issue kind of combining, gave me the thought of like, why I was so hot this summer. Right. And why I was like overheating constantly. And she dove into that. She's like, Oh, you're overheated. What? Oh no. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, she's like, you don't have like a fever. I was, I was, she's like, is it a fever? I was like, no. She's like, is there coughing involved? I was like, no. She, I was like, okay. Okay. Like she really hyper-focused on, oh, that's why we're here. Mm. I was like, she's like, yeah, no, now these tests make a lot more sense. So yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, that's good. Well, and I mean, did you, did you feel like she was hesitant to do that extra testing? Um, No. She wasn't hesitant. She was definitely following me along with like what I wanted, but Mm -hmm. like explaining to her, like why I got to these thoughts was, was a missing link. Like her, like me leaving out the fact that I was getting overheated during times where I probably shouldn't or didn't need to be was what was giving me worry. And then she's like, ah, okay. You're like, I'm, I'm kind of concerned because I am the only person in my friend group that just turned their AC off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did. I did turn the heat on today. I did turn it on. I turned it on about two hours ago. <laughs> 
Yeah. That's uh, 65 degrees in the house. I was like, mm, that's a little cold. Yeah. It's pretty good. I, I don't know. Honestly, I turned my heater on like months ago. It's, yeah. It was so hot. Okay. So that worked really well. The one thing, you know, I asked her about the salivary cortisol for, um, four point test. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you're going to want to go see a naturopath for that. She's like, that's not mm-hmm. something I do. I'm like, okay, yeah. interesting. Hey, I mean, at least she like acknowledged that it could be done. It's just another mm-hmm. provider would have to do it. She did encourage me to be hesitant. She's like, you know, be careful. Even if your numbers are a little off one way or the other, don't like really consider before you like go jumping on any type of drug for that mm-hmm. big or because, of that is even placebo effect in the first 30 days anyway. So, you know, really consider like where your levels are and where they could be kind of a thing. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the same for like all hormone testing because it's (laughs) such, it's like they're changing all the time. So you have to kind of take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why she was like, she was like, we can testing your estrogen and progesterone right now wouldn't really do you much good. Yeah. "Yeah, I mean, it's. Yeah. And you're not really going to know anywhere where you're in your cycle yeah. either. Well, that's exactly. cool. But, it, but yeah. it sounded like it was a good experience. Yes. Um, and she like signed me a <laughs> fun story, uh, had a, had a child in 2019. Um, and then 2020, 2020 was what it was. Then 2021 was what it was. So she's like, she's like, what was the last time you had like an annual, like pap smear? I was like, <laughs> My son's three and a half. <laughs> She's like, oh, we'll put that on too. Yeah. It's, it's he's, if nothing else, he's an amazing time keeper. <laughs> you know, it was the same for me. Like after, I mean, it was recently cause I, it, I went in after I had this baby, just had this baby like two months ago. And they're like, when was the last pap you had? And I was like, I don't know, probably the last time you guys did it with the last kid <laughs> four years ago. <laughs> I, when I was very, very young, I never understood how women could forget things like that. Like such a massive part of like your body and your system, like just forget to go have it like checked. And I was just like, now I'm like, man, it's just on autopilot at this time, at this point. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like a lot of women are just like embarrassed to go get that stuff done or checked or like think they don't want to think about it. No one wants to think about it. Yeah. Who wants to go to a gynec? No gynecologist <laughs> visit is a pleasant experience. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I was trying to think. I was like, well, you know, sometimes they like take your IUD out, or like you talk about, you know, fun things that your vagina might be able to do. I don't know. Not really. <laughs> like join a circus. Like, what? <laughs> What you know, kind of like, conversations have you had about what your vagina can do at a gynecologist office? <laughs> I really think the potential here lies. <laughs> I guess like the, um, thankfully I've only had, have one colposcopy, but, um, generally speaking, I have a gynecologist to have my birth control adjusted or checked to mm. make sure that I'm good to go. Mm. Yeah. Not get pregnant. Fair. Good to not go, not get pregnant. I just feel like most of the gynecologist visits I had are just been like, ugh. I had like this one woman in college who spent the entire time telling me that I should be a pelvic model and that I should like be <laughs> that, trying to convince me to like 
sign up at the Wait, medical school no, for no, no. pelvic model. And I was like, is this borderline sexual harassment? I'm not entirely sure. Tell me more about this pelvic model. No, what part was just, of your pelvis was so model-tastic? I have no idea because I was like 21 you know, she's like down there. I'm just like, get this, get this over with. She's like down there doing her stuff. And she's like, you know, you really, uh, you really, you really have, you know, a nice pelvic area. You should consider being a pelvic model. And I was just like, what? Well, so okay, thank now, you. <laughs> in my mind, you know, those, when you see the pictures of like, um, the vulva and everything, it's like looking up at it you know, like you're laying down and like someone's yeah. like straddling you and that's what it looks like in all the books. Yeah. I assume yours is very cartoony and like high, high definition of colors. Maybe. I have no, I have no idea. I, I equate it to being 10 years old and having my grandma tell me I had baby making hips. So maybe that's it. Maybe they're just like really <laughs> oh. wide. Oh if, no. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, God, That's what your grandmother said to you when you were 10. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, she God. was like, uh, she was, she was great. Love, love her. She's like my favorite person in the whole world, but very much was like, you know, do, don't be so concerned about your body. Don't worry about people telling you that you're fat. You have baby making hips. One day you'll make beautiful babies. <laughs> I mean, she wasn't you know, wrong. She I wasn't do. wrong. <laughs> let's let's really do. acknowledge the fact that I'm, granny was not wrong. <laughs> I mean, and I do you know push what? out a baby in under, under two hours every time. Oh so. my God. Oh. Apparently my hips just allow for them to they slide right were, out. So she in was fact, not, she they was are wrong. my baby. Oh my God. That's amazing. Ah, <laughs> uh, why can't yeah. all grandparents fun, sassy sayings like that be positive <laughs> or oh. in the end, in the end? Oh, I don't know, man. Yeah. You know, you got a collection of those things. So, but I'm glad you had a good experience, Gina. Yeah, I had a great experience. I'm excited. I'm going to go get the actual tests done um, later. P.S. Did you know that I was at the doctor that I had waited for two weeks to go see and to schedule like the full, like the pap smear and all that stuff and the blood work. It's like, I'm like another two months out. Mm, Yeah. 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 Cause it's not urgent right now. No. The medical, the, any medical facility right now is just like so backed up there. Mm. I mean, their shows it's mostly because they're short staffed. It's not even that the load is particularly high, although it is to a certain degree, but people are just so short staffed right now. It sucks. Mm. People don't want to work in the medical industry because it's. I mean, the last two years has not treated you guys kindly. No, not really. No. So well, good. Awesome. I'm happy for you, Gina. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. Do you have any like words of wisdom for our listeners? Uh, words of wisdom. Yes. Take notes with you as to what you're asking for. <clears throat> if you have any concerns, um, everyone should have a friend that's a doctor. That's really nice. <laughs> um okay you can have like an hour-long conversation with to like prep you (laughs) for life I mean I actually think the notes thing is a really good point I have people bring notes in all the time I think it I think it's super helpful and the notes are not like oh I'm going to the doctor today I need to like write down everything I'm thinking like you could start writing stuff down because it's like what how long did it take you to this appointment two weeks uh yeah two and a half weeks 
Yeah. So you could just like, as you're thinking of stuff between like the time you book the appointment, when you have it, you could just jot stuff down like, Oh, I want to remember to talk about this or this or this to help you kind of organize your thoughts a little bit better. That's a good point. Yeah. The notes really helped because then I could like follow up and she, like I said, I, I really have a good doctor and I have a really, really great relationship with her. So, um, that definitely helps the, the back and forth. Yeah. 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 That's, that's nice. Well, good. I'm happy for you. Thank you. I hope everyone else has a positive experience too. Oh, they won't. They won't. Everyone else is going to have absolutely terrible experiences because they're probably going to go to a doctor. That's a man and it's going to be horrible. (laughs) Oh God. Oh no. Not all male doctors are, are horrible. There's a lot of, there's a lot of bad female doctors out there. Yeah. It's unfortunate. It is, but I don't know. There's bad people in every industry. That's a good point. There's a lot of bad people in my industry and I don't understand. I just like, that's the thing. I talk to Danny about this all the time. Sorry. Now I'm just meandering. I'll pause. (laughs) Please do tell. (laughs) I like, you know, it's like when you're, when you're bad at something or you're like, everything you do is to just like get by in a job, particularly when you are like customer facing or in your case, patient facing, like it's in your best interest to do a good job and be honest with someone. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what though? I, I am of the belief that even the people who are kind of shitty, like customer service types of people, Mm -hmm. a lot of them are still in, you know, a lot of them are still in business. Like there are some people I'm just like, how have you been in business? Like, how are you as busy as you are? I, you're like a terrible person. I'm pretty convinced it is that like a lot of people are just accustomed to abusive relationships and it feels kind of comfortable. Oh no. Uh, I don't want to feel bad about myself every time I talk to someone. That's hilarious. Yeah. When I was a student, I precepted with this doctor and she yelled at every single one of her patients, every single, and she was like a busy, busy doctor. Like they would come in and she'd be like, uh, they, I'm not feel, feeling good or whatever. She always put them on these like super crazy, like protocols or whatever. And, uh, they, sh- they come in and be like, I'm still not feeling good. And she's like, well, did you do this? Like super crazy protocol that I wanted you to do? And they'd be like, no, it was kind of hard. You know, it was like really expensive and like a lot of supplements. And she'd be like, well, that's your fault. That's your problem. Like, if you don't, oh, if you're going to come to me and like, see me, then you need to like, do what I tell you. And if you don't do what I tell you, then don't come back in here and tell me that you're feeling terrible. <laughs> and I just remember like sitting, like this medical student, like sitting in the corner being like, is this work? <laughs> what's, oh, no. what's happening here? Oh. I also subsequently left that, that the doctor's office, like crying every, every week. Cause she was so mean. <laughs> There's no need to make people cry. Yeah, no. So anyway. Awesome. Well, yeah, thank you for all your help today. I appreciate it. It was really helpful to kind of like give me an overall of what I want to talk, what I want to talk about. It was probably a little, maybe a little too specific to me, but I mean, that's who I need <laughs> yeah. to worry about. Well, this is my problem also too. I'm very specific, but it's, you have to be specific when you go to the doctor. So there's that. So I'm not, sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not if sorry. People- yeah, you can always you can always rewind and re-listen. <laughs> rewind. Like like and subscribe. Oh yes. <laughs> if it's on a thing, please do. Very Real is produced in the grassroots studios of Jenny and Gina's homes in Seattle and Portland. 
If you love listening to our banter, please take some time to rate and review our podcast on whatever platform you happen to find us on. Your opinions make a difference to our small-time operations.